0: This kind of annoying is stuff. the Tom Bernard no, Morning I would Show? Never say that. <laughs> Streamed every <laughs>
1: morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. It's not. It's app, like 7:00 a.m. On demand. And you're trying to you come your in podcasts. Podcasts. I do No, I was just making a suggestion. Yeah. Is all it was. She may not
0: be your boss, but she's a thousand percent my boss. Oh,
1: she's my boss. She's taken over from my mother. That's I know. What she, it has nothing to do with work. It has to do with just I'm your mother now. So shut up.
0: Right, as as she should. Thank yeah, God. I,
1: she does sound a lot like my mother. I'm not kidding you. They both got that kind of this kind of deal going.
0: I love that woman. Saturday night
1: at the Saint Paul Auditorium. <laughs> they got that kind of deal. Amy and my my mother, Toots, Theophila, the love of God. Mm. Nice name for your mother, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's a. Uh... Hard to argue with that.
1: Okay, look, I know that this this big thing just broke uh, this morning. That it's good to hear that you know. I know that Russia's got the problem with Ukraine and China's got their problem with Taiwan, but the biggest problem on this planet has been solved. Hawaii plans to crack down on cockfights.
0: Oh, thank God!
1: So that's good to know. That's good to know. Don't you think? I've never been to a cockfight. fight. You guys ever been to a cockfight? fight? No. I can't say I have. been to Tijuana many a times. I well, have never
2: invited. Yeah.
0: So do they end up killing each other? The
1: <laughs> I think so. I don't know. That
0: would make me sad. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. Like watching a rooster peck another rooster to death?
2: Yeah, I don't know. But why would you kill off... You know, if you got a good fighter, I mean, he might lose a round or two, but he bring him back for l- later on down the week in another card right. fight. You don't want your bird to be dead. I know, but I know? think that's how you win.
0: Yeah. No, like I mean like that's how they like decide, decide who the winner. It yeah. It's, it's matched to the death. Otherwise it'd be cute if they like wait, you know, did yeah. points and then it, they raised the it,
1: little it, claw yeah, up in the air. Yeah,
2: it went to the judges, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I got to tell you you got a few former Minnesota Twins that are huge into cockfighting. No. Oh, God, yes, absolutely. Sandy told me he – I think they went to Puerto Rico. I think they were in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I was
2: going to say, this isn't the the sign of a Ken Herbeck Twins
1: player. (laughs) Tim Laudner. Yeah, yeah, one of them players definitely (laughs) came
2: from a place that's tropical.
1: Uh, It might have been a guy who was a tremendous hitter, got – Injured a lot, unfortunately, but a lovely man who's might first name might be Tony and his last name might be Oliva. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. Sandy was telling me a story. They were, I think it was Puerto Rico. They might have even been in I don't think they were in Cuba. I think they were in Puerto Rico. But it might have been Cuba taking on the national the the Cuban national baseball team. I can't remember. But he said, Sandy said that Tony got so excited he thought he was gonna pee his pants. He oh was just ecstatic. God. Oh, cockfight! <laughs> what? Wow! Really? I guess they're into it, man. There are certain cultures that are really into cockfighting. What? And what is that? Watching two birds fight. Who cares?
0: I um, was doing this army thing with this guy from South America. He, he showed me how we. Anyways, we had a bunch of chickens, and he showed me how to hypnotize a chicken. Ooh, I like it. I know, and it was so cool. And then after they're hypnotized, you can literally just grab them, and they're, like, stiff like a little
1: board. Oh, Yeah, it's wild. So what causes them to do that? So
0: you do this, like, weird thing with your hand, uh, and you go back and forth, and then you go out of their eyesight, uh, like, by going too close, and it, like, causes them to just freeze up.
2: And then do you tell them, like, now you're going to bark like a dog when I count down from three? <laughs> you say, exactly.
0: you're, you're going to cluck like a chicken, and then when they do, I go, hypnotized.
1: You take all the credit?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's well, not a bad plan, no yeah. question about it. Uh, just I'm going to not spend a lot of time on this, but it's a true story, uh, and i got to kind of dance around the way I talk about this, because I remember the first time I ever heard a rooster called a cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And About cock fights and all that because they – there were some some of that going on in the old neighborhood down by the railroad yards. That's
0: so crazy.
1: Oh, yeah. They've gone to the railroad yards. And I don't know if it was always cockfighting or it was – they had all kinds of stuff I'm going sure, on. I'm sure, yeah. But I do remember, honest God, because they were always roosters. Whenever I'd go to my yeah. Aunt Mary Ann's farm, there were the roosters would be around. Yeah. So I'd never heard that term before.
0: Yeah, that it throws you off.
1: And then I heard the term and about a couple – I was probably 11. I think I was about 11 years old. And somebody referred to certain people's bodily parts by that name, mm-hmm. and I went, "How do you get from the, a rooster to that and call it the same thing? I don't understand that."
0: Yeah, I don't either.
1: But is it? I suppose it's, it denotes that you have a penis, therefore you're male. Is that what they're saying? But you yeah. can't—you know, you can't even go with that anymore, right?
0: So, like in that case, it could have been any animal. It I could suppose. have been any male animal name, like. What's the one that denote like denotes male versus female?: I don't know. I don't know. Do we even have other ones?: I don't know. It's time to go to the Google. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right on the Google. I love it when people do call it the Google, by the way.
0: Yeah, but I'm scared for you to Google um, what you're going to Google. Watch <laughs> out. That's a company computer yeah, these, right these there. These aren't
2: Hubbard-sanctioned computers. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh,
1: that's true. Yeah. You're Just right. tell
0: Andy that you were looking at that later for, for work.
1: <laughs> when he enters that, do you think Pete Davidson will show up? I hope so. That's and nice. if Keep so, talking.
0: angle that computer over here, sir. Oh, for God's sake. 7.05 <laughs> a.m.,
1: Very childish. What do you come up with?
2: Uh, Yeah, you actually are right. The reason why it is called that is because of uh, being a male. Being Easy a male. Being yep. a male. That's exactly what it is.
1: I, but I looked and I went, but it doesn't look anything like a rooster. What? What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hope not. Well, I was a kid.
2: It's funny you bring up the first time, because I remember the first time I ever heard that. Yeah. Paul, Paul Newman in the movie Slapshot.
1: Oh, God, yeah.
2: He says something to a woman that you could never, <laughs> ever, ever say in another movie for as long as movies will be made throughout the rest of time.
1: Yeah. That was a good movie. Oh, it's the best. Really, yeah. really excellent movie. No qu- question about it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a lot of things talked about this morning. You know, I was uh, uh, over the last, like, I got home late last night. You know, I'm going to be open and honest about this whole situation because I do that with with people. Yeah. Because I'm on, you know, on the pro- a program. Yeah. And I, I really need their help. Uh, it starts, well, oh, it starts soon. It's Minnesota Fat Law. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna be. On. Well, I've been on it for about a week and a half, and then I'm gonna start talking about it next week, I guess, or the week after, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I need help, and anybody that can help me with this, the two, of, the two of you, anybody listening, people at Minnesota Fat Loss, what can you eat? at or I ate very little. I had to go out to to a dinner last night. I ate very little and still put on weight. Is that all salt?
0: I feel like that's salt. I is feel it? like. So restaurants are so sneaky with salt Yeah. all of a sudden you'll wake up just dying of thirst if you're not eating at restaurants a lot. You're like, oh, my God. Um, yeah, I would love, yeah, people give us some good tips like what to eat because you go out a lot.
1: I, I have to. I got to go out again tomorrow night.
0: Yeah. And what kind of restaurants are you going to?
1: I mean, I'm sure. Only the top end. Only the top
0: Dear Brittany, things you could never get into. So you have no, you've never seen (laughs) menus like this.
1: One thing I'm going to have a tough time getting around is what am I supposed to eat at Bar La Grasse? I was
0: just going to say if you go to an Italian restaurant, (laughs) what do you get? What do you get? What am I going to
1: get? You know, you can get like a shrimp cocktail, but even that is too salty at restaurants.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you can't live off a shrimp cocktail. No,
1: no, you can't.
0: S- like, I would be starving if everyone's eating like elaborate pasta meals, and maybe you just, oh, I know. you just get something, and you can only eat just tell yourself a quarter of the size of it, and then save it for later. Yeah,
1: that's what I did last night, actually. Okay. I, I, now that's the whole deal. I try. I try to eat about a quarter of what I would have eaten. Yeah. And I, I think you're right because I didn't eat enough to put any weight on. It has to be water weight.
0: Well, I'm sure Minnesota Fat Loss. We could talk to them about it too. Like, what do yeah. they recommend? Well, that's I what mean, I'm do. it's a lot. I, I know a lot of people that are on it and they talk about it being easy or, or not easy, yeah. but enjoyable. Enjoyable, yeah. Not painful. So yeah. I feel like we got to talk to to them about a game plan.
1: We'll round them up.
0: 'cause we still need you to go out and make us money. We're well, not- yes. yeah, I
1: mean, I can't stop bringing in the dough, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I
2: want you to be healthy, but I just bought windows for my house. Yeah. So oh, yeah, If you could hop out there and just start doing the dog and pony show, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah, we still need you to <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those windows are cheap, aren't they? Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Yes. Uh, what the hell? I got to run something by you guys and you know, I, it's not like I've made some magnificent decision about who I'd vote for for president and all the rest of it. But, um, you got the, you know, the two scam artists, you got Trump and Biden, Mm -hmm. you know, to me, am I wrong? They look like the exact same person to me. Hmm. Some scam artist from the East coast. I mean, is that what they appear to you to be?
0: I mean, I, I
1: don't know. I it's
2: just tough. I heard somebody say yesterday, like, uh, they said, listen, if we all get together and we all get our story straight, we can convince Biden this is his second term already. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Uh, they, I
1: was like,
2: you're totally right. Yeah. That's do that with Trump funny. Too.
1: We'll do that to Trump, too. What do you mean? You already ran for the he second term. You already ran term.
2: twice. Yeah, bud. Sorry.
1: <laughs> so, um, you know, I haven't decided, made a decision on DeSantis yet. That, you know, he... he He's trying to get a lot of attention by being by kind of strong-arming people, but he's also keeping an eye on other things. And I got to be honest; I've always liked Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You know, he's been through some tough times in his life. There's Mm -hmm. no question about it. He, I don't have a problem with the way he talks because my voice is raspier than his is. So there you have it. There you go. What I I, so right now, if I had to choose, it'd probably be between one of those two. But Robert Kennedy, that shows a lot of seeds to get up there because he knows he. It's not really a speech impediment. What would you call it?
0: I don't know. Let's can we get some audio of him talking? I've never even heard him talk. Oh, you
1: haven't? No. No, he definitely has problems talking. There's no question. But I like that because maybe he'll shut up more than these other two did. I know.
0: (laughs) know I'm not mad. You know. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, I uh, jumble up my words all the time. It's not a sign of intelligence at all with your speech. I mean, that's why, no, like, when no, they attack absolutely. Biden for saying weird things, I'm like,
1: "Yeah, well, I know." That's so- not speech. That's no, but I'm just saying audiences.
0: that, like, there's so many smart people who, when they go to do public speaking, will jumble things oh, yeah, up, and you yeah. go, "That's okay. not what that
1: is, though." Yeah, that's. uh old man! <laughs> What's well, another reason? Trump and Biden. I don't want to vote for them. They're God. What are they? Seven. Uh, 79 and eighty eight 81 or something? So I,
0: If stress can kill you, then I don't know how much longer either of them have to live.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. What'd you find out, Rudy?
0: Oh, wait, side note. You know how we were talking about an, an animal that's denoted differently because of its sex? mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Diane wrote in a stallion. Oh, yeah, that's So true. maybe yep. dicks should have been called stallions instead of cocks. Too
2: yeah. many words. Stallion, yeah. yeah Give we, me that stallion uh, uh, uh,
0: right uh, uh, now, sir.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. Too many syllables. We need. We very, we're very monosyllabic, so we we just one syllable is all we need. But here's. Yeah, I didn't notice this before. Till you're right, Tom. This is Robert uh, Robert F Kennedy Jr. Uh, we
3: shouldn't be talking about breaking the law. We should be talking about enforcing it. Yes. And they resolved that evening.
2: He takes a sip of water. That they Of course, I pick a spot right where everybody's clapping
1: yeah. instead said him talking. That's okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I totally forgot about this. He is married
1: to Cheryl Hines yes. from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, he is. Yeah. I love her, too, by the way.
2: His
0: voice is crazy.
1: Yeah. It is. But what's the difference? A guy stumbling, mumbling, another guy yelling everything he says.
0: I'm going to be honest. If we could cut down when they do uh, Interrupt TV... That would be great. So mm-hmm. less speeches would be
1: great. That would be good. You know, the I, I just I don't know. I gotta pick somebody and I'm leaning against the two front runners right now. I don't want to vote for either one of them. And look, if you're voting for either one of them, I'm not criticizing you. That's the other thing. Just because you're not doing doing this, other people think you're criticizing their job. Tr- I'm not. Okay. You vote for the person that fits you best. I'm gonna right?
0: say this. I'm not allowing you a space where you're gonna be thinking about this for a full year.
1: No, oh, I'm not. No, okay, no, no, good. I'm not. I just saw him speak last night.
0: Okay. I was going to say, because I'm like, we got no, some I, time, bro. Like, we have. I know. we got some wiggle room. Somebody will do something that we go, okay, I'm done with you.
1: There are two sides to the RFK story, though. You know, I am very, very proud of him for stepping up going, I'm not going to let this, because it is a speech impediment. There's no question about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he said, I'm not going to let this affect me. I can talk just like it makes sense like the rest of them. Yeah. He, the thing, the things he talks about I really like. Like maybe we should actually support people who need support. What do you say? I love that. Which I, I think is a magnificent deal. So I don't know. I got th- that situation uh, is, is pretty good. Uh, the only thing I don't like about RFK is – His family was in the uh, the Irish mafia, so that's kind of a problem. Oh B, big deal. (laughs) Big deal. Organized crime. What's the difference?
0: I mean it's organized. Yes, that's
1: true. Good point. At least he
0: can run something.
1: Yeah, I I just I'd like to find somebody who's not so over the top in this hatred that. Oh, the opponent is the worst human being ever. Calm down for Christ's sake. Calm down. Right? Ask not. You should get him to say that.
0: Ask not.
1: What your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Um, yeah, I, I, we'll keep an eye on it. I, look, like you said, we're a year and a half away or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I was kind of very proud to be an American, watching the guy step and go I know Americans are even keel enough that I have a speech impediment, and they're not going to let that bother them, which oh, yeah. I think is great.
0: No, like I'm, I'm just being like very blunt where I go, wow, his voice is weird. It Do is. I care? No, no, I don't. Like, why that wouldn't bug me? That if if I like his policies, whatever. And also, like I said, I love when I forget about the presidents. Like I love that. Yeah. I love when I don't think yeah. about them. Mm-hmm. I love when I'm living my life and I'm like, oh, I haven't heard about, I haven't heard a crazy message from the president in a while. Love yeah. that for me.
1: No, I I agree with you. So I I haven't made any choices. It's just. It's getting a little bigger here, the uh, the grouping of people. There are a lot of people, I think, out there running for for a president that might be okay. I don't know a whole lot about them. But, no, I'm not going to talk to this for the next 18 months. It just yeah. happened that he announced yesterday. I Okay, got it. Um, and I just – I am – okay, well, I'll leave it here. I am very proud of him to stand up and go, no, I'm not going to go hide because my voice sounds unusual. I'm coming at you. I like that. I'm yeah. very proud of him.
0: Gelfand wouldn't have a career if we stuck that concept. <laughs> you
1: imagine <in> that? <laughs>
0: I'd be mean, devastating.
2: Yeah. Speaking of, I, I saw a. I was at a film fest last night and saw a short documentary about the multicolored apartments that are in West Bank. Yeah. You guys yep. know what I'm talking about? Yep, yeah. I do. Yeah.
1: Definitely.
2: Fascinating documentary. But I have to ask Gelfand because they had a piece of archival footage. From 19, I want to say like 72. That's about right. And yep. I feel like there's a 19-year-old Mike Gelfand oh. who makes an appearance in this. I have to ask him if he was in it because oh. I, when I saw it, on, I was like, is that a super... I mean, he must have been a week into broadcasting when they did this. But I'm he like, the, the timeline checks out. It could be him. So I can't wait to ask him about it later. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to think. That's probably just about when I met Mike Gelfand. That's, that's probably right around that period. So. Yeah. Yeah, he was working. Uh, Does anybody mention to him, once you back off and not talk so much? Does that come up in the... (laughs) They actually cut him off in the documentary. (laughs) 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 Like, Mike, bring it down, bud. Okay, stop. Gale fan, when he gets going on a little speech, man, he can go for about a (laughs) month and a half. It's hilarious. And again, I love the guy. Actually, I will never forget about a year and a half ago, Mike was feeling kind of down, and you can kind of tell and all the rest of it. And he hates people touching him. He hates it, right? Mm-hmm. So I went over and I hugged him and I said, Mike, you know, I do love you. And he almost started bawling. It Aww. was so sweet. I do think the world of that man. He's a, he's, he's a great friend.
0: Oh, I love Fan. I remember coming back from deployment and I would sit and we'd talk forever. Oh, yeah. I just love that guy.
1: He's a hell of a guy, there's no question about it. I think we should get rid of him, but he's a great...
0: He does make me think I have every disease,
3: though.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, he does. Like oh, yeah.
0: And oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll start talking, and he's like, oh, wait, what hurts? I'm like, oh, yeah, my eye's just kind of twitching, and he's like, well, liver failure? I'm like, what? Liver what? failure. What? Yes." What? You know, next thing I know, I'm like, Google He makes me a crazy person.
1: I love that so much, because that's the kind of stuff that he does. Oh, Yeah. But that boy's been through, through some tough stuff. Yes. I mean, I lost my brother too, and I understand that. But he lost his his brother in a very unfortunate way. Yeah, and it still affects him to this day. You know, well, we talk about how other people doing what they do, or you lose them, or whatever, how that affects you for the rest of your life. Yeah, just the way it is, ladies and gentlemen. A little weather, rain, and thunderstorms redevelop. Oh, do you think the thunderstorms last night were loud enough? <sighs>
2: I drove Ooh, through that last night. It was insanity. Oh,
0: what time were you driving through there? It was, it
2: was like 9.20, 9.30 last night. Uh, it, it, I, that's, the, that's the second worst storm I think I've ever yep. driven through. It was
1: awful. I know exactly what you're because it was at 9.20. I was thinking about, eh, I'd probably hit the sack. Yeah. It was like, boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It was very loud. It, it, it carried on for a while, too. Quite a while, yeah. Hell of a storm, no question about it. So rain and thunderstorms redeveloping this morning, tapering late this afternoon with a high of 40. How do you get thunderstorms at 40 degrees? It's wild. Uh, tonight, scattered rain and snow showers, no accumulation, though, a low of 34. On Friday, mostly cloudy and blustery with scattered snow showers, high of 40, no accumulation again. Uh, on Saturday, morning flurries, then gradual clearing, a high of 40. And then, of course, Catherine gets home on Sunday, so it's going to be mostly sunny and a high of 47. So she gets home, and all of a sudden, it's tolerable. What is that? She brings the sun. You got Monday sunny, 53, Tuesday sunny, 55, looking great. So Love right it. now, cloudy and 38 degrees right now, but uh, that's pretty cool. It all works out in the end. We got to take a break. here. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. i Bernard Show.
3: The last thing you think about after an accident is how your social media might be used against you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything or post anything online until you've talked to us. These days, it's natural to share online what's happened to you, good and bad. When you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted and taken out of context. That includes words and pictures. Don't give them any fuel. Hey, you'll have the rest of your life to share the trip to the lake or your new job, but you'll only have one shot at winning your injury claim. If you've been in an accident, don't wait. Schedule your free case consultation now with Bradshaw and Bryant. Visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
4: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
1: Seeking justice for the injured, Bradshaw and Bryant. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and Equal Housing Lent. It's the Monkees, celebrated by Mickey Dolenz.
2: Here we come, walk down the street, I saw her face. Saturday,
3: April 29th, at the Pantages Theatre, Minneapolis. Mickey Dolenz plays tribute to the iconic group and his bandmates in song and memory, with unseen images from the Monkees. Get your tickets on sale now
1: at Ticketmaster. talic presents The Monkey, celebrated by Mickey Dolan's live. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product, and I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for only $25, regularly priced at $149.98 limited to 10 pairs at checkout enter promo code tom tom for this incredible offer they won't last long so order now
0: hi everybody this is adriana Trajani. i'm the host of you are what
1: you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Don't tell me how to do it. Ah, uh, it's great to be back. Weather's not gonna be too well, yeah, it is weather is gonna suck today. Rain thunderstorms redeveloping with well, a high of only forty. The weather's gonna suck today. Let's not try to Dance around it. You know what I mean.
0: It's fine. Don't worry
1: about a thing. Uh, so, yeah, just kind of looking around the news. Not too bad. A couple of things going on out there. Do you recognize these catchphrases from the 80s? That's going to be pretty tough for you because you were, what, about four years old? I left, the yeah, I was 86 when I was born. You and Andy. Yep. You and Andy born in 86, no question about it. So, um this would be tough for you.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe, but, you know, sometimes they hold on.
1: Well, that's true. No questions. you watch TV in the 80s, you'll probably recognize most, if not all. Uh, Rudy, did you do a lot of television viewing in the 80s? Because you weren't that old either. No, quite a bit. Yeah, that was basically my babysitter. I was yeah. raised on television. Okay, so you might know some of these. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them yet. We'll find out if you know any of them. Okay. Sister. Sister. Okay, here we go. It's popping up on the screen any day now. Here we go. Uh, then, of course, i got to put up an ad for, some, of for Instagram. <laughs> of course. What a shock that <laughs> Never is. Never heard of that. Okay, how do I get to the actual story? Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, jumping back in time to the 1980s, watching TV, how many of these catchphrases do you remember? This was our childhood. Okay, the, well, that's nice, but how? what do I do? Click on that? I mean, how do I move on from, see, it's right there. And then, what do I click on to see the catchphrases? I don't know what you're on. I don't mm. know. What do you mean, I'm on? Yeah, like I set it up. I didn't. Here, here hold go on back. second. Yeah, I'll go back up to the top. I don't really know how we can get at the catchphrases.
0: Oh, I think it's an audio thing.
1: So, who sent the Oh, oh it's really? an audio thing. Oh, it's a complete sheet thing. That's what it is. You're right. All right, we'll get to that later okay. then. <laughs> I, I I do have the audio right oh, now. Oh, you do? Yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. okay. well,
2: great. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that Brittany putting it up, but that's good. Okay. Yeah, I here. didn't. I didn't. Uh, Oh, really? No, he's unwise. Oh, gotcha. Okay, as I say, I didn't, uh, I didn't, yeah. Okay, but listen, we can play the audio. Here we go. Check it out. Who'd
3: you talking about, Willis? What
2: you doing, sucker?
3: How rude. I know you are, but what am I?
2: Nanu, Nanu.
3: Kiss my great Purse the Go, go, gadget legs!
2: Don't be ridiculous, <laughs> but I pity the fool.
3: I've fallen. And I can get up. Oh. That's a
2: rough one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only one I don't remember, Nanu Nanu, obviously, is Mork and Mindy. Right. Yeah, and right. I only
0: know that because of being told that. Yeah. I never like heard oh, that. Oh, sure. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: Sure. Uh, it, there was P. B. Herman in there. Kiss my... Grass? No, M- k- kiss my grits. Oh that yeah, I never heard that one. Mod, wasn't it? Was that mod? I think it was on mod. Mod, or was that Alice? Ooh, I bet it was. I think it was Alice when yeah. she used to say it at the restaurant.
1: I do remember. Yeah. Hmm. I don't remember who did it, but I remember people saying that. So, yeah, those are those are interesting. What you talking about, Willis? I've
0: fallen and I can't get up. Oh, it's that, so sad. That was a commercial. I know. I remember that. Oh, you do. Okay. That was Life Alert, right?
2: Yeah, Life yeah, Alert. Yep. it was. Yep. Um, I'm falling.
0: <laughs> yeah. Falling. Yeah. It's, it's
2: so sad. Uh, you know, it's you know, it, we had uh, Eat My Shorts, Bart yep. Simpson. That was oh, kind yeah. of more the '90s. Go but Go Gadget, Arbs. I remember that. And are you, then
1: bored.
0: No, I'm sorry. I'm just, yawning I just I coughed the the right and thing. then I <laughs> yawned. It's not even like a tired thing. And then um, How Rude, that was uh, Full House. Yep.
2: Uh, it is funny, because I think a lot of people nowadays think that the <laughs> catchphrase is now gone. But let's not forget, we do have Get Her Done. Yeah. That's a new one. That's and then, not new. Well, no, it's not new, but it's still relevant. It's still modern-day yeah, catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then as I was watching the Burt Kreischer, last his last special on Netflix about a week ago, yeah. him ripping his shirt off at the beginning of his set... To thousands of people. <laughs> That's his catchphrase. That's his catchphrase. The crowd went bananas when he tore his shirt off.
1: Such a great guy. Yes, yeah. we, we
0: need catchphrases. Well, Almost. Tom has like a thousand.
1: I do. I got like, go F yourself. That's a good You're one. You're
0: a disaster. You're a disaster. Mm-hmm.
1: That is a good one, too. Um, good.
0: Yeah, I think you have a ton.
1: Yeah, there's here's one. Shut up or I am going to stab you. Yeah, That's yeah. a good one. That's yeah, a good I use one. that one every day. Yeah, That's I like that good. one. Ooh, this is another good catchphrase. Let's be honest art is garbage. <laughs>
0: Art right. is garbage. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, and
2: who can forget?
1: That was very clear. No, no,
2: but I do think that there no. is one catchphrase on this show that beats all of the catchphrases. I'm the mayor of Pity City.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: so depressing and true.
1: You are depressing. There's no getting. Around. What the hell's wrong with
0: you? No getting around it. <laughs> no
1: that's getting around it. That's another, that's one. another one. You've, talked,
0: a, you've actually got a lot of catchphrases.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I I guess over the years, I just whoever I worked with, I picked up their catchphrases and kept them for my own. Yeah, maybe that's what happened.
0: I mean, yeah, I think like we got to start writing yours down. Mm -hmm. We'll
1: put them on. We'll put them on T-shirts. I don't want to see this, and I don't want to read this, but I suppose it's my job to read it. Flooding escalates as rivers across Minnesota continue to rise. The Crow River is expected to crest in Delano, Minnesota, yesterday. Correct, or is it next Wednesday? Yeah. Does anybody know? I don't know. Well, the story's from yesterday, so they said Wednesday. So they must have meant yesterday, I would think. It was from last night. Uh, other major waterways are also nearing their peaks. You know, it's so sad that all these areas, it's the same areas that flood every year mm-hmm. because we didn't know as much about flood plains and river flow and all that stuff. When these cities were, were put in place, what, about 125 years ago, something like that? But, yeah, they get they get hammered in certain cities. Like, Delano gets it every year, don't they?
0: Yeah, they, they're bad, and we're talking about Stillwater is bad.
1: You guys would not remember this guy's name. You ever heard of a legendary disc jockey named Rob Sherwood?
4: Mm-mm.
1: Never even heard him? No. He was a legend back in, like, the 60s, 70s, 80s, all the way through. He was a general manager up in Duluth for a while after he got off the radio, but he worked at KDWB for years. He was their nighttime disc jockey. Mm-hmm. He's a guy kind of talked like this. Hey, it's Robbie, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he kinda talked like that. <laughs> and I was thinking about him the other day, that all the great one of the, one of my favorite things that he did when they would have a KWB basketball team and they'd go around and play like high school teams or pick up games in all these little towns around Minnesota. And Rob thought he was very clever. I understand we got a big game coming up in Delano, Minnesota next week. <laughs> What does Della know? Ah! Huh? <laughs>
0: what do you think of that? What does baby? Della know?
1: What does Della know?
0: See, that's his catchphrase.
1: Oh, it was very, very good. Rob, Rob was an interesting guy. Kind of changed radio in this market forever. He's one of those people, like you know, Trudon Blue. You probably don't know that name either. No. Legendary radio announcers in this market. No question. We've had a lot of them, by the way. Lots and lots of them, as uh, a matter of fact.
0: Um, somebody wrote you, uh, Carrie said that, yes, yesterday, I live around Delano. So just clarifying that when you were asking the questions. It well, was yesterday. Yeah, yes, correct.
1: Okay, so did what? Did he answer the question?
0: Uh, her. Uh, was her? No, okay. she just said yes, yesterday. Um, and then somebody said "Flow on Alice was the one who said kiss my grace. Oh,
1: it was Flow on Alice. Yep. Okay. Good call. We I love our listeners anyway.
0: I love our listeners.
1: Especially when they, you're like... Email things like, why don't you three shut up? You know, things like that.
0: Well, that would be problematic for the, <laughs> it'd
1: for a, the show. It would be a problem.
0: I mean, I understand when they hate our opinion, but, like, we can't not <laughs> talk. I mean.
1: Yeah, this is a tough road. I feel so bad for these people. Crow River is expected to crest in Delano, Minnesota Ugh. Wednesday. It did. If that's the current picture, that's not looking good. Other major waterways also nearing their peaks. Uh, Yeah, weather forecasters, public work crews, uh, property owners, local leaders across Minnesota kept a careful eye on the rivers on Wednesday as water levels continue to rise. Heavy rain Wednesday, and and like you said last night, that was a big one, man. Yeah. God. Heavy rain Wednesday and Thursday will only exacerbate spring flooding. Should we tune around today and listen to other radio people try to say the word exacerbate? Because they never get it right. No. Excrabilate. No, that's not it.
0: Exacerbate.
1: Exacerbates. see?
0: Did I say it? Yeah, okay.
1: Maybe. We'll give you it. Thanks. <laughs> what do you think?
0: I'll take it. That's generous of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> More rain will not help. Uh, the Mississippi River through St. Paul and downstream in Hastings was rising and expected to reach even higher levels by next week. In Stillwater, you just mentioned that, uh, the St. Croix River is about two feet, ab- two feet above flood stage.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. no. Woo!
1: That's a lot of water. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that whole situation. It's really unfortunate to see that happening, but it happens every year, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I used to live in Stillwater when we were growing Love up. Love Stillwater. Love Stillwater. They have those stairs yep. that uh, go yep. right up to the river, mm-hmm. and then, like, you, you'd you feel out where the river was by, like, which stair, and you'd – I don't know what it was. It was so fun to just sit on those stairs and put your feet in the water.
1: Love that town, though, Stillwater, except they got these new residents. That they're named, like – one of them's name Amy Daniels. is just ruin the, the town. Ruin
0: the town. There's yeah. a whole petition to get her out of Stillwater. <laughs> That's what I hear.
1: They just don't. We don't want the Irish.
0: We'll take everybody, but not the Irish. That was
1: one of my favorite lines of all time. We'll take the blah and the blah, but we don't want the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Because I understand it. Because I, I grew up with a lot of Irish people, being like a nice Catholic boy like me. Yeah. Can you believe that I grew up Catholic?
0: Uh, yeah, because you have a lot of guilt.
1: No, that's true. That's a very good point. Yes. Don't shake your head. Yes, there, Kristen Bird. I saw that. <laughs> you turncoat. What's up, sister? Good morning. How are you? <laughs> she just opens it up with a big like, "Hey."
5: My how introduction. Are? I'm a turncoat.
1: <laughs> turncoat, exactly.
5: I so, never know what it's going to be every single morning. <laughs>
1: it'll be a different, a different thing every morning for the rest of your life. There's no question about it. So, what's up, sister?
5: Are you ready for a Charlie Sheen comeback?
1: Really? Because I do. Lo- yes. I think he's a pretty damn good actor, actually.
5: No, He's a fantastic actor. Yep. But I think what's wild about this comeback is that it is with Chuck Lorre. And if you guys remember, oh, 2011, really? when they had that, we're talking about a dramatic falling out on Two and a Half Men. The two of them are coming back together. And uh, Charlie Sheen's going to have a recurring role on... Chuck Lorre's new Max comedy series. Remember, that used to be HBO Max. It's Max. It's right. called How to Be yep. a Bookie.
1: How to Be a Bookie?
5: How to Be a Bookie.
1: I don't want I don't want to be a bookie.
5: Well, if you want to watch How to Be a Bookie, you're going to have to learn How to Be a Bookie. Um, and that will be coming up uh, later on this year, which I think is so fascinating, especially because the way this friendship ended was by settling the $100 million lawsuit that Charlie Sheen... Filed against Lori and WBTV.
2: Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, I never really liked the show, but I love the theme.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Yeah, isn't it? Oh. Kind of gets you, know, you in the
5: mood. And that show, like, the kid that used to be on that show, too, he wound up kind of falling off the deep end, too. Yeah, he like, did.
1: That, yep.
5: that show, like, really had, like, some weird vibes going on. I don't know what happened, what was in the water, but... It was Ashton Kutcher who wound up finishing up the series with John Cryer.
1: I always liked him, too. Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a great actor, but he seems like such a nice guy.
5: And has invested very well in tech. That's like what I hear. Of of the curve, has made a fortune. And he and his wife have done a really good job of uh, giving away a lot of that to charity.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is, see, that's great to hear. Really, really nice. We've had him on the show before, the old show, and he's just a very pleasant person.
5: Yeah, super sweet. I believe he's from Iowa. Iowa. I want to say yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like good-mood west boy.
1: So you'd think he'd be a pain in the ass being from Iowa, but he's not. So that's good.
5: No, I think he lived out cuz he was famous young from that 70s show and then yeah. he did punk. I yeah. think he like lived all of that out early. He had all the drama being married to Demi Moore. Yeah. And I think like now he's just like settled family man. That's it.
2: And I believe he has a, a, a twin brother who has special needs.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah mm mm-hmm. Mhm. No, he just seems like a hell of a nice man. There's no question about, it. no doubt about it. So we'll support that, right?
5: Absolutely. And, and the other big news this week has been the transition. If we've been live with, uh, it's now Kelly and Mark, but it used to be Ryan. Oh secret. yeah, yeah. Ryan exited last Friday, and Mark Consuelos, which is Kelly Ripa's husband, is now the co-host. And Twitter is a buzz with the two of them saying that they are annoying. They don't Ooh. want to hear about their sex life. That it's like too much. <laughs> and, and listen, Mark is not unfamiliar to the live audience. He right. He's in, He has guest hosted tons of times, but they don't want to see the two of them every single morning, sitting there doing the chit chat of what happened in their lives the night before. And there's, I think that the viewers are reading into saying like, You know, they feel like there's a little bit of, like, a power struggle where this has been Kelly's show, and now her husband's in on her territory. And here's my thought, and I'd love to hear from both of – all of you guys, actually, because this is their first week. They're on, what, day four today? Would you want people judging your chemistry in week one? No. Who actually show? Because it takes a while to get a rhythm. That's what I've been saying. I'm like, maybe in, like, a month they will feel like they've got their – feet on the ground and they feel really rooted in what they're doing but the first week it's just nerves and it's trying to find that rhythm.
1: Well, and the other thing is I've been working with Britney for 22 years we still don't have a rhythm.
5: We have no rhythm.
1: <laughs> so, you know. No rhythm. None at all.
5: None, so we shouldn't expect like
0: anything for chemistry. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give us 12 years 12. and then we'll find our
2: footing.
5: And I guess, Rudy, you're the Gelman, so (laughs) that's how he fits in all here.
2: Yeah, that guy's a legend. If you call me the Gelman, we had him on the show recently. Yeah, Yeah,
5: he's
1: great. It's true, no question.
5: Yeah, so we'll see how this plays out. But right now, it is kind of like a lightning rod uh, on Twitter and social media with the two of them. But they're like, this is the beginning of the end. I'm like, please, it's like the number one syndicated show in daytime. (laughs) I'm not worried about it right now.
1: Do they do that on purpose to try to garner attention?
5: In terms of bringing Mark in or in terms of the viewer complaints?
1: Well, just bringing Mark in and then try to, you know, stir the pot by maybe not being as smooth as you could be. They might be doing that on purpose.
0: Mm.
5: No, I mean, I, I, I think that I think for Kelly, she really wants to erase the narrative of because you know she had Michael Strahan. Oh reading,
4: yeah, yeah,
1: and right. that
5: was that was not her fault. I think people really need to understand it was the network and it was the show's behind the scenes producers deciding that they were going to like make the deal, allow Michael to exit, and then let Kelly know which wasn't fair. I mean, no, right? it's not fair at all. And so it went and it wound up airing publicly and everything else. But that whole narrative of like, you know, the angry woman and, you know, women get it like worse than men would. Cause if men got a guy did it, they'd be like, well, of course, you know, he should have known, like they should have let him in on this whole thing. You know, she talks about the sexism she's endured it being in that position. And she's trying, I think she's trying to like, let everyone know, like Ryan Seacrest left on his own accord. They decided to bring in Mark as the co-host. This is all fine, you know, business as usual. So we'll see how this plays out.
1: Yeah, I've never, I, I don't think I've ever seen the show. I've seen promos for the show and I guess I've seen a couple of minutes of it, but I've never, is it the show any good?
5: You know what? It's it's a format that, you know, Regis and Kathy Lee had down to a science. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. And
5: did so well. And I think that when Kelly slid into the Kathy Lee position, I think that was a fairly seamless transition, too. And, um, people either love Kelly or they don't like Kelly. I enjoy the first 15 minutes if they've got a good story and mm. you're a good storyteller, which Kelly is. And I think Mark can bounce off of that. They just have to figure out, like, who's talking when. They're doing a lot of that, like, grabbing each other's sleeves. Like, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk. I'm going to oh. interrupt you. They got to figure that out. It's hard. You know, sometimes you talk over each other. But... um, in, in time, I think it's just going to take them a while to settle in, get the groove.
1: You know, it's interesting to me that just came up with a bunch of friends of mine. I mean, we were talking about this, that people, it's a generational thing as far as interrupting is concerned. There's, there are generations who don't interrupt at all, and there are generations that all they do is interrupt. So I, how you put those two together, I don't know, because that, it's just a whole different take on the culture. And to me... Uh, because now, you know, I was talking to my, my children about this, Andy and Alex about it. And I said, why do you think it is that a lot of younger people talk over one another? It's because we always have. I, I think it came, maybe uh, you can't really talk. Well, maybe you can, cause I haven't been on it in 11 years. When you're posting, you can't talk over anybody <laughs> when you're posting, can you?
5: No, unless, there, unless there's like an audio component, you know, like there's like Twitter talk features and things like that and Clubhouse, you could do that. But I mean, in terms of like writing a post, you're not interrupting each other whatsoever. Right.
1: I mean, it just seems to me that looking at it right now, because a lot of uh, – and Brittany, maybe you should be the one talking about this, that you're, you know, 36 years old um, – do you think, well, I do know a lot of people don't like to talk on the phone anymore. They just like to text back and forth.
0: Well, it's funny because like I communicate obviously very differently when I'm with like my yeah. friends Yep, and we jump on the tail end of the sentences of each other all the time. Right. Like, you know, especially right. if we know each other well, like me and my friend Michelle, she'll know when I'm winding down and she'll jump in. And like, then when I'm on here, like I like to like, give space to the people talking, especially if I, you know, it's a guest or anybody, you know. So I think you're right. There might be generational aspects of the way we oh, communicate. There is.
1: There's no doubt about that. And, and AI has something to do with that.
0: And and also, I think, um, I, hate, I hate to throw this component in, but like... I'm sure if me and Kristen were talking one-on-one in a room, like m- women, me and Alex constantly
1: oh, chime in
0: with each other or Are like, oh, yeah. you know, if, especially if we're excitable and we know what the other one's going to say, we want to like say it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So like, I think there's something about, you know, when I'm with women as well. I wonder if yeah, I'm totally agree with
5: that because I would say that, that, you know, if you and I were talking about like a reality show that we (laughs) all love, Vanderpump Rules, we'd probably like, oh my god, do you believe that moment? And just like jumping on top of each other's conversation and sentences without Mm -hmm. feeling like, gosh, that was so rude of her because we're just excited.
0: Exactly. Yes,
5: (laughs) but. But it probably does come from the lack of phone conversations because if I look at, like, yeah. my phone news 10 years ago to yep. now, my phone is constantly on do not disturb. I don't answer it at all. And then I'm like, oh, my mother called. I'll call her back. I, at this point, I told my mom, I'm like, don't even leave a voicemail. Just let me know that you called. I'll see that that it's there. And <laughs> you don't have to bother. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what I'm talking about. And by the way, I apparently the same thing happened. I read an article God, that maybe – 10 years ago about this, that when the phone was invented, people had a really hard time working that into their daily routine. I'm talking to you, but now I'm talking to them on the phone. And it took a while to figure out how they would handle all that. Should I be talking over you on the phone? Should I listen? I guess it was not easy for people at first to use a telephone.
5: And you have to also remember that language has changed because yes. of our use of smartphones as well. The, the generation that grew up with texting, because some people didn't grow up with like T9 texting. We were like, okay, let me get to the letter L <laughs> you know, by texting with the numbers. <laughs> um, didn't have the keyboard. It's They've already abbreviated a lot of things. And sometimes that's how they write their sentences out. So we're seeing grammar change. We're seeing our vernacular change because right. of it. It's amazing. And we've seen that progression, you know, as adults.
1: You know what I really hate, though, and I'm very serious about this, and I'll use an extreme case or whatever because I never heard this, but this is what all of a sounded like. I hate that when people, particularly on national television, I guess streaming doesn't happen because it's not live. But, you know, when they try to throw in the current vernacular, like let's say they're a guy my age is talking to Brittany who's, you know, 36, and they start throwing in the, yeah, well, get up with the get down. (laughs) Oh, really? Is that your cool (laughs) vernacular, is it? They settle down with that. I remember one time my father, when I was like nine years old, or nine, couldn't have been that old because he was in the nut house then, uh, seven or eight, and he, he actually said to me, so, Tommy, did you see this? I really dig that. Oh, I'm like, oh, my, my God, God, that was embarrassing. The cringe,
0: right?
5: <laughs> oh,
1: I cringe. Oh. I really dig it, Tom. Oh, do you?
0: Oh, that's so good. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
5: They're trying to be hip and cool. They're trying so They're hard. Indeed. Oh,
1: and by the way, I got through through episode two of The Good Place. I still <gasps> don't like it. I oh, like my her. Gosh. But I, don't I like feel else.
5: like this is like going to the gym when you just don't want to work it out. It is exactly. going on a few times; a rough go.
1: I I just, and I don't mean because I used to love the guy, but I I find Ted Danson so annoying now because it's the same thing over and over and over with him
5: now. So you have a to, a Ted Danson issue. That's what it is. I do.
1: It's the same character that he always plays. I think it's very lazy. What else you got? Right. No, I always liked like
5: him. He, he's so good at the good place.
1: All right, well, I'll <laughs> get there.
5: Playing, he's not playing. Sam Malone from Cheers.
1: He sure seems like it. He's no, not. he's playing the guy from the cellular company. It's the exact same character.
5: <laughs> all the commercials that we're not watching because we don't watch commercials, <laughs> right? That's exactly.
1: Generational thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I like the guy. He's. He, I've never. I don't think we've ever had him. Did we ever have him on back in the old days? I can't remember. I don't. I don't,
0: I don't think so. It doesn't stick out in my mind. Not me
1: either. So I don't think we ever talked to him. But I. I People I know know him, and they think he's a great guy, so.
0: Maybe you need
5: to get him on the show.
1: I should probably try to reach out and get Ted Danson on the show.
5: Yeah, and then we do, like, change my mind. Why should I watch The Good Place?
1: He's the last man in America to get away with wearing blackface. Don't forget that.
4: Oh. Mm. Remember
1: that episode?
5: Well, I sure do. And, uh, that was a Friar's Club oh, roast with Whoopi Goldberg, whom he was dating at the time, which is like gossip yep. history, which seems like such a random car- couple to be dating. Um, you know, it, it's it's weird because it's like he didn't get away with it, but he did. Yes, because it was all over the papers like the next day, and people were <laughs> people were shocked, and he had to sort of, you know. And but Whoopi dismissed it. So when Whoopi dismissed it, because it was a Friars cr- Club roast, everyone goes okay, and they moved on. However, you go back in history, and especially kind of during the Black Lives Matter movement when we were at the height of that, people did bring it up. But for some reason, I just think he wasn't, you know, at the forefront of the zeitgeist for everyone to, like, really hammer in and, and, like, oh, gosh, I can't believe he did that.
1: Well, it wasn't, I guess, uh, let me – it wasn't – I can't really come up with a word with what it was. It was overdone, let me put it that way. I mean, his blackface was some blackface, I will tell you that, holy God. I mean, yeah,
5: and I think with Whoopi saying, like, there was no ill intent with this, this was like a characterization of a minstrel show with blackface. I, it's not right, like, bottom yeah, line, it's not weird. right. You should never, ever, ever, ever do blackface. But because of her saying this is my boyfriend this was the situation people just gave him a pass for it.
1: I guess if you're a Hollywood puke, I guess you can get away with stuff.
5: No you can't though. But you can't like <laughs> well, in 2023 he did. don't do it.
1: No. Ju- oh god. No. You
5: know who else got kind of got away with it? Julianne Huff.
1: Yes. Yep. Um,
5: who's going to host dancing yep. with the stars this season? She went and did one of the characters from Orange is the New Black for Halloween which again, this was probably, i want to say like 2012 and TMZ caught a photo of her and you're like, what were you thinking? And she's like, I didn't know. And I'm like, how do you not know in the modern era?
1: All right. Is everything else good?
5: Uh, Yes. I'm just going to throw out that, believe it or not, because I know we follow the story quite a bit. Alec Baldwin is starting to shoot rust again um they are in montana at the yellowstone ranch so i'm assuming we will hear some news coming from set over the next couple of weeks
1: boy yellowstone ranch where anybody can just watch him shoot a movie (laughs) have you ever been near that place
5: i haven't
1: you better have a hell of a lot of money in your pocket. You go anywhere near that enclave. I'll tell you that. It's like, whoa.
5: And, and yeah, the 1% live there. It's super yes. fancy. Yep. It's, Yellowstone Club is where all the, the fancy people live. Yes. But yep. yeah, it's like I know Tom Brady has a place there. And I think Kevin Costner. A lot of people live there.
1: They do. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
5: I will be there. And don't exacerbate any of the situation. That's how you say it. Stop exacerbate.
1: wearing white face. You heard me. <laughs>
5: I am so pale it's just like <laughs> you guys I'm the kid that sits under the umbrella with the hat and like sure. the long sleeve clothing and the sunblock I'm sorry well
1: you'll live longer
5: I will live longer That's and no
0: right. wrinkles <laughs>
1: alright my dear we'll talk to you tomorrow
0: you bet
5: bye bye
1: so Kristen Burt ladies and gentlemen the best
0: she's so good
1: no question I still cannot get over that when I looked up the TV and there's Ted Danson wearing black face next to a black woman that's like, wild. What?
0: And what year? I should have looked that oh, up. Oh,
1: that was a long time ago now. Okay,
0: because like, I know that the Jimmy Kimmel one comes up a lot.
1: Oh, did he wear blackface too?
0: Yeah, he did that. He uh, like
1: Carl Malone.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and he did that for segments for a while, and it wasn't that long ago where you're kind of really?
1: like, Really?
2: That's a weird one. It was like late 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it was during the Man Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it was during the Man Show. Okay, so yes. I, I could never stay up past about 7.30 back in those days, so I never got to see any of that.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, are any of the talk shows doing any better? Because the last time I checked their numbers, those talk shows are all in the toilet. Is that still true?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think they're doing so well. I think they rely on like different weird revenues.
1: Yeah, like with the clips
0: and all that stuff.
1: Right, right. Um,
0: it was nineteen eighties that Ted Danson did the nineteen
1: eighty. Nineteen eighty.
0: Oh wait, so for appearing years in now? blackface in a nineteen eighties yearbook.
2: Yeah, it's got to be later than that because he didn't date her until like the late late 80s, early 80s. Oh, here we are.
0: 1993, actor Ted Danson appeared at the Friars Club roast of his then-girlfriend Whoopi Goldberg with his face painted dark brown.
1: Uh, Dark brown my ass. It was black. Well, yeah. No doubt about that. Um, So that was 30 years ago already.
0: Oh, it's a – I want to see a photo of it.
1: Oh, you got to see a photo of it because it's not just – it's not subtle. Let me put it that way. And by the way, he acted in a not subtle way either when he was doing it.
0: Oh, and he did. Oh, gross. Yeah. He did the white lip. Yes, surround. he did. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're looking at the picture now? Yeah. It's not it. subtle. It's not great.
1: Oh, my God. That's Ugh. embarrassing. Yeah, that's a tough oh, one to watch. God. <laughs> we got to take a break. I can't talk. Oh, God. That's hideous. Yeah, we'll be right back in a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen, right after this Tom Bernard show.
3: law to set up a free initial consultation the number to call is 763-571-2410 that's 763-571-2410 or visit bialkilaw.com that's b-i-a-l-k-e law.com
4: do you ever google yourself are you happy with what you find or is it cringy are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team how do you feel when you google your own place what do you see a non-updated social media page you don't even remember making ads for your competitors an old school website with outdated information Hubbard Interactive can help they can do it all for your business they're a Google Premier Partner so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher they can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways they've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp plus social media, influencer marketing podcasting and more All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. This
2: is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
1: Hey. You guys got titles now and everything. That's pretty snazzy.
4: It still, like,
0: shocks me when in, I hear her say my name, like, and Brittany. I'm like, whoa, that's me. What? I got to get an ego. Once I get an ego, then I'll <laughs> Oh, be.
1: God, here we go. <laughs> more and me. More me now. We got to cover the weather because it's going to be pretty interesting. It was last night, and it's going to be again today. Rain and thunderstorms redeveloping this morning, tapering late this afternoon with a high of 40. Tonight, scattered rain and snow showers. No accumulation, though, 34. Uh, Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, blustery with scattered snow showers. Again, no accumulation, though. A high of 40 again. Then Saturday, uh, high about 40. Sunday, mostly sunny with a high of 46. And then it gets in the 50 starting on Monday because they heard the turtle doves coming home. So, you know. We want
0: good weather for her.
1: Good weather for, for Catherine Brandt. That's exactly right. It is cloudy and 38 right now, so, but honest to God, that thunder last night was loud, man.
0: Yeah, I, I'm i going to be honest. I heard some of it, and then I was sleeping very hard.
1: Well, I don't blame you. So why do you think you slept very hard last night?
0: I sleep hard all the time. because oh, do you really? Gogo okay. wakes, well, that's, you never know when she's going to wake up, so I just go. I Luckily, I'm really good at going to sleep. Like... Bam. That's
1: good. That is a good thing. Uh, Sleep is rather important. I I mean, how many years doing that show? I got zero sleep. Oh, God. That messes
0: with you. I also, people that work overnights, man, for years and years and years, my... Step oh, yeah. brother, oh, yeah. yeah, that messes with that messes with you
2: hard. Yep, it, uh, it speeds up the process for Alzheimer's and dementia as well. Really? Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, they did a, a study. Uh, I think it was CBS had done a study about. They took three different people. One was like an admiral in the navy. They took a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, and then they took basically a guy who had no job his entire life. And all of them ended up with dementia. And the one common denominator, even though these people came from different facets of right. life, different, you know, uh, in, you know different different salaries everything else the one common factor they all never slept
1: well, there you mm-hmm. go yeah so i might go nuts any minute uh,
0: yeah yeah like uh, we're saying this in the tense of like you will go nuts correct yeah, exactly. okay okay like not past tense at all no, no no i would never ever say that um i love sleep i sleep i, I do too. love sleep i take I try to sneak in naps when GoGo does. I I love sleep is probably my number one hobby. I love it.
1: You're sleeping now. I'm I know, looking at I you. No, when I talk like, about it. Yeah, oh,
0: Don't you love sleep though? Are you? You're not a napper.
1: No, I can't nap. It makes me sick. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I literally get vi- not violently ill, but I Nauseous? I want to throw yeah. up. Yeah. My I husband
0: is so crabby if he naps. He wakes up and he's so and he's always like, "Why yeah. naps are so hard? How mm-hmm. do you get up from them?" And it's like.
2: Yeah, they always say, well, you just need a 20 minute nap. No. I'm like, yeah, but it takes me 18 and a half minutes to fall asleep. Yep. yep. So then what? I think the best nap you guys are going to be so judged
1: Oh, God. See, here we go. Two
0: hours. That's my two nap. hours. Oh,
1: man. See, if I think if I could sleep for two hours, I wouldn't get nauseous. I think it's just the fact that it's such a I short know. sleep that makes me sick.
0: I know. Two but hours, that's I, the best nap. I, I mean... Still,
1: why would it make me sick, though? That makes no sense.
0: I don't know. My my husband gets all grumpy and like,
1: yeah.
0: and that way too, like does not do well. So I don't know. I There's got to be something that throws off your equilibrium or something. Yeah, I so don't know.
1: That's probably true.
0: 20-minute naps are so gross. I could never... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. I do them because if I get home and I'm like, okay, go, go. Like, let's see if she's, how long she naps. If she's 20 minutes, I'm 20 minutes. But man, that sucks. Who wants that?
1: Mm-hmm. It doesn't do much for you, does it? No,
0: I don't think so. They do all the studies that say that's what you're supposed to do, but no. You Catherine can, get,
1: can nap. Is she good napper? Oh yeah, a couple hours, just like you.
0: I love that. Oh, is that so bad? We're just like, I'm gonna retire to the bedroom. It's it's noon. I'll see you at <laughs> two p.m.
1: Yeah, I gotta reveal myself here. I think I've, I've made mention of it before, but you know, so I left Sunday. I haven't seen Catherine since Sunday at about. 3.30 in the afternoon, somewhere there. But who's counting? But who's counting? I hate not having her around. I We know. So it bothers my sleep. It bo- I literally hate her not being around me.
0: Do you find yourself not going to bed early enough because she's not, like, regulating that a little bit? Like, you know, like, when you're with somebody and they're like, okay, it's time for bed, you kind of go, oh, yeah. Like, you take that cue a little bit better than if you're by yourself, you're kind of, like, staying up later.
1: No, I take, the, I take THC to sleep, so oh, okay. just, whenever it's time, I take it and I go to sleep. Okay. Uh, it all depends on what's going on, though, because once in a while, and I don't know what, why this is, and I think it's because something's on my mind or whatever, if I go to bed, let's say, you know, like I, right now, I try to sleep from like 9.30 to 5.30, mm-hmm. something like that, or yeah. maybe even 10 to 6, something like that. Yeah. So I can still get up, hop in the shower, and get here by 6.30, so that's good. By the way, I'm still adjusting to driving when it's light out. It's really weird. It's lovely. It is lovely, but I'm just not used to driving to work w- with some sunlight. It's odd, or, or at least lightness in the sky. But I'm adjusting to it. But, yeah, I, I just, um, I don't know, we'll slog through. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, we got to keep you on that eight hours. That's lo- We got to r- fix that brain of yours, because well, that's a lot of time without sleeping very much.
1: Well, figure this out for me. I don't know why this is, and it's not noise. It happened down in Florida. It's happening here. I wake up almost every night right at 2.30. Why? Why
0: don't you come... Why don't you take Go-Go for a little bit?
1: <laughs> she <laughs> yeah, does the same thing. <laughs> I do. I wake up... at. I, it's, it's not 2 o'clock. It's not 3 o'clock. It's 2.30. Why? I don't know. I mean, that's very... So you'd be, I'd be sleeping for about five hours. Is there a, because like Einstein only could sleep four hours a night. Did you know that?
0: That's terrible.
1: How do you ever get any REM sleep or decent sleep if you're only in bed for four hours a night? That's got to be tough on your system. It's hard
0: to argue with that guy too. I mean, he's done some
1: good things. (laughs) Some not great things either. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, but like, you know, with his brain, he's,
1: uh,
2: he's exceeded quite well. Do you you have uh, the Apple Watch, by chance, Tom? I do, yes. Yeah. Do you ever set it so it can monitor your sleep and then you read it back the next morning? I should. Yeah. I I should do that. Yeah, because I do mine every single night. And before I started, I did not realize how poorly I slept. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Because you start seeing, you're like, okay, I slept for only... Five hours and 12 minutes, and of that, only, like, 11 minutes was actual deep REM sleep? Like, how is that even possible? So, but once once you start, it it really ooh. does make a difference. It, it opens your eyes. So it does help you, you though. Do you yeah. Ad-
0: would you adjust something? like?
2: Yeah, you start adjusting, like, the times you go to bed. And for me, like, routine's a big one. Like, I got to make sure that I uh, there's no television on. I take a little bit of melatonin. Yeah. Reading is always good. But back in the day, I was like, I'll just fall asleep watching The Mandalorian, and then next thing you know, I get... Tw- Forty-five minutes of sleep, and I'm wide awake again. And then yeah. af- after you start doing the study on it, they're like, "Well, it's because you had you know a TV in front of your eyeballs while you were you know trying to drift off." Yeah. And it's causing your brain. It's like it's not ready to settle oh. down yet. The blue light is keeping you awake. Um. When do you charge your watch then? During the day. Okay. Yeah, just charge it during the day. Take it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so you don't they're, wear, they're, wear it
1: all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's a deal right over here. As a matter, of, well, oh, somebody took it. Oh. <laughs> There's a phone charger right there, but it's gone it's now. Gone. What a shot! Just
2: like a mouse and the charger for the Jesus. headphones. I and mean, <laughs> is this really? This might be a radio station, you guys. Oh,
0: it right? yeah. may have, have turned into, into a radio thing. station. <laughs> oh yeah. His mouse is right here, by the way.
1: But it was over. But it wasn't on the table when you and I were looking. Oh. That was not on the table. Oh,
0: I saw I, it right I, I, here.
1: Yeah, I did not see a red mouse. So no. I came
0: back into town. Maybe. In so in the,
1: I bitched about it on the air. Somebody put it back I, I was, was I just going to ah. say, "Great." Now
0: I'm in trouble because I go. Hey, I found this mouse uh-huh. after I, you like, did it. took it out of my suitcase from Florida.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I, that was not on the table when Rudy and I were looking on the table for my mouse. It was not there.
0: I don't know. I live with a man who claims ketchup isn't in the door, and it's always in the door. So I'm having a little bit of a problem believing you ketchup guys. Ketchup
1: is in the door? What does that mean? He'll
0: go, we don't have any ketchup. And I go, it's in the door of the fridge. Oh, it's the right door there. of the fridge.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. It's, it's right, there, right
0: there. Justin,
1: it's right there. It's got nothing to do with my mouse. Don't try to throw me down. The I'm just saying shaft here. I'm just, the, the shaft You're shafting me man <laughs> I
0: don't want a shaft
1: you. <laughs> That's all I'm saying Remember when guys you say man after everything they said Man Gosh, I
2: still do do you really? All the you time. Say man? I, I say, "Dude," all the time. Dude, it's like you're. A, I hate that yeah, so it's like much. You're, you're a forty-year-old man. What are you doing, <laughs> saying it, talking like you're twelve? I swear, I, I I talk and look like I am a. Where are they now? Member of the Mighty Ducks. There yeah, you go. Like I, I, I should not be talking and dressing this way. You look like.
0: 28 it's annoying <laughs> um, i say bro and then it's so weird when bro. i talk to my brother i'll be like listen bro and then i'm like oh i don't like that when yeah, it's my brother
1: bro listen bro yeah i don't know what the what can you do about that whole thing it's there eh, what the hell
2: this is the tom bernard morning show the tom bernard morning show streamed every morning on the tom bernard show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts